This is Max Morris with Intuitive Public Radio. I am broadcasting from unceded Haudenosaunee territory, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and planet Earth with respect and love for our indigenous peoples. Send me links and notes to raise on the air by emailing public at intuitive.pub. Send a note from our page at intuitive.pub slash broadcast or record a voice message at anchor.fm slash intuitive slash message. Contact me privately by emailing max at intuitive.pub or visiting intuitive.social slash hello slash max. Today is March 26, 2020. These are our latest compiled links and excerpts which you can find made of text you can click on by pointing your browser to intuitive.pub slash radio. Find full transcripts at intuitive.pub slash text. Please visit, explore, and support these efforts, communities, authors, and creators. Before we move on to the rest of our items, I want to call out for Theo Henderson, who produces We the Unhoused on Anchor FM and favorite podcast platforms everywhere like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. In fact, would you please take a minute to help Theo out by favoriting and rating We the Unhoused on Apple Podcasts. It will really help people find and benefit from it. Theo recently rolled his ankle and has been in a lot of additional pain and suffering since. He produces an amazing and crucial program with We The Unhoused. We at IPR wish him fast healing, swift resources, and safety where he is on the West Coast. We'd like to ask you to support Mr. Henderson in producing We The Unhoused by sending donations to patreon.com slash we the unhoused and by sharing his links with everyone you know listen to all his episodes and keep tuning in because the story keeps coming on in mr henderson's words may we meet again in the light of understanding i may or may not have mentioned recently i love the usdac the U.S. Department of Arts and Culture is not a government agency. From their WHO page, the U.S. Department of Arts and Culture is a people-powered department, a grassroots action network inciting creativity and social imagination to shape a culture of empathy, equity, and belonging. You can find that page at usdac.us slash about. Here's a bit of the email they sent me last week. How do we connect, organize, and deepen community amidst the necessary public health practice of social distancing? How do we combat the spread of isolation, othering, and fear? How do we increase solidarity, mutuality, and community care at this time of social emergency and use what we learn toward making systemic change? One way we can do this is by hosting space for community dialogue, reflection, and meaning-making and movement-building online. 
The USDAC is partnering with the Poor People's Campaign to host our sixth annual People's State of the Union, PSOTU, from March 20th to April 20th. The core element of a People's State of the Union event is a story circle, a powerful and democratic mode of surfacing individual and collective wisdom. These events usually take place in person, in living rooms, theaters, community centers, classrooms. But because of the health risks associated with large public gatherings, especially for the most vulnerable folks in our communities, we are calling on our network to host all story circles online this year. Learn more about the People's State of the Union at usdac.us slash p-s-o-t-u if you have questions about online story circles we are including a frequently asked questions link that was in their email to us in our episode notes my name is max morris I coordinate ongoing internet radio programming to connect and support survivors of severity who have been cut off from any assistance or community. We are producing an international public health art and advocacy project called Intuitive Public Radio. I'm interested to create more multimedia, especially storytelling and sharing opportunities to connect members of our communities who can't usually connect. I'm in Pittsburgh, and I'd love to get to know others working on projects like these and offer any support I can. If you are listening to the sound of my voice or reading this text, contact me privately by emailing max at intuitive.pub or visiting intuitive.social slash hello slash max. Like others in my network, I am severely disabled from experiences I survived before the coronavirus news started. This is another life-changing experience for all of us. I've been documenting measurable recovery and functions I regain when I prioritize connecting collaboratively in caring community. Resonance, kindness, and shared meaning have wondrous health effects. USDAC has been working to expand awareness and facilitation of story circles, an effort very close to our hearts at IPR. Intuitive Public Radio has sought to provide story circle context and opportunities to survivors who are not able to join real-time story circles and may not have a local community they can safely connect with. We have also sought to connect many other kinds of communities with the survivors who are members of our community, since many do not know these survivors even exist. Many of our members have been very sick or severely disabled for years or decades, isolated long-term, cut off from their localities and in-person events, and cut off from online real-time events too by their health conditions and extreme circumstances. Recent events concerning coronavirus have affected them in profound and still too often invisible ways. 
If you know of any person or group compiling story circle resources for individuals who are not able to join real-time events or real-time internet meetings, I would love to know about it. We have been working passionately on this for a long time with hope that we will meet more people already working on it or wanting to work on it. If you're listening to our programming and would like to support us, please visit intuitive.community donations for some ideas how. You can find our transcripts at intuitive.pub text. Thank you for tuning in. Blessings. Max. Mo. That is me. Casimir DeWolf wrote March 17th, submissions needed for quarantine. We are looking for artwork and short written submissions about emerging emergency issues and experiences during the coronavirus pandemic. We will be prioritizing submissions from members of marginalized communities who are at greater risk during the coronavirus pandemic and this period of social distancing, such as homeless individuals, sex workers, LGBTQIA+, disabled folks, folks with chronic illness, mad neurodivergent, psychiatrically disabled, black and indigenous people of color, people who use drugs, prisoners or former prisoners, immigrants, elders, old people. Let us know if you wish to be anonymous. Themes and issues we would like to include, other issues welcome, mutual aid networks during social distancing, experiences of high-risk individuals, what the pandemic reveals about various societal structures, capitalism, the state, the healthcare system, disability justice, during the pandemic, prison abolition, abolition of ICE and concentration camps, racism and xenophobia during the pandemic. Email submissions to quarantine.covid at gmail.com. That's Q-U-A-R-A-N-Z-I-N-E dot C-O-V-I-D at gmail.com. Email submissions to quarantine.covid at gmail.com by March 30th, 2020. Shooting for a quick turnaround on this. The link to Casimir DeWolf's Facebook post will be included in our episode notes. Here is a special set of headlines from secretly superheroic intuitive community fermentation. How to access states of creative healing, build neurological function, and be most kind, patient, and resilient no matter what. How to cope when people you care about are dying. How to diffuse conflict and care for others in challenging community situations. How to most bravely care for your friends and colleagues when the worst is happening. How to build strong communities when strong communities are needed most. How to turn our suffering to strength. When in a coronavirus pandemic, 
You want each person to be able to express their needs and ask for help. Is this correct? If they can't and are more affected as a result, they can also be a greater transmission vector in their communities. Is this correct? If people in our communities have survived extreme circumstances that made it more physically dangerous to ask for help than to stay quiet, are we going to make sure they're legitimately most safe to ask for help? Or are we going to wait for their circumstances to deteriorate, then punish them for not behaving predictably in the way we prefer? People who are homeless, people who are in poverty, people with disabilities for which they have been unable to receive sufficient support, people at intersections of severe marginalization. What should they do if their experiences have shown them that asking for help will result in more harm? When you say to your community, what do you need? Do you want to receive true answers? asking for a friend. This note is entitled A Plea by Azine Steenbergen, Sunday, March 22nd, 2020. She writes, Can people please help me? I have posted this very often before, but here it goes again. I have been sick for almost 11 years. There are certain symptoms that mark end-stage Lyme disease. I have had them for a while. I don't know how long I will still live. I have surpassed the odds and my own predictions. But barring a miracle from God, this will of course not continue. I have dreams that are my sole reason to live. These dreams are only possible to be achieved through collaboration and most likely finding financial donors larger than any on my friends list. These dreams aren't solely for my own happiness. They are for the good of the world, like opening centers, or as Max calls them, medicinal B&Bs, places where multi-marginalized people can live and find some healing. Now due to the entire current pandemic, more people seem to want to help each other than ever. So I am asking, can it finally be made a reality? My other dream is I want to get married and see the love of my life every day. I don't want to die without seeing them. It's why I held on through unimaginable difficulties. I have dreamt of someone like them my entire life and never thought it was possible but now I know it is. Travel, which was already difficult due to accessibility and funding problems, seems even more of a problem now. It is beyond bearing on top of everything else I have to deal with. So much of my life has been spent in various forms of isolation because of getting sick and before then being the only neurodivergent person I knew and not being accepted. I just don't want to die in isolation, not having fulfilled my life's mission. This is not just a rant 
or a request for funding. This is a plea to come together to create a travel plan that will be acted upon as soon as it is at all possible to act and to find all needed resources beyond just funding to start creating centers where I am now, where my friends are now, and where I am going. Each of these links that we have read from today, you may find at the following web address, intuitive.pub radio, where you can click on each one individually and support the people who are mentioned and who are reaching out with their voices and their words to you now. You can also find complete transcripts or as complete as we've managed transcripts by navigating to intuitive.pub text. We have a list of podcast episodes that have been strengthening our resolve of late in the general vicinity of East IPR, though that is not where all of the podcasts come from. We are including them in our post and transcript for this episode, intuitive.pub radio and intuitive.pub text. Episodes 14 and 15 of We the Unhoused by Theo Henderson features extraordinary women and sheroes in the fight for housing. We're also including a link to the YouTube episode 15 promo Find We the Unhoused by Theo Henderson at anchor.fm slash we the unhoused and at patreon.com slash we the unhoused. Here on the East Coast, we've been listening to Charles Eisenstein's podcast again. This latest episode, What is Political Bypass? Find more from Charles Eisenstein by navigating to charleseisenstein.org slash podcasts. Scott Simpson produces an excellent podcast called Medical Error Interviews, and he interviews Jim Gottstein about Jim's book, The Zyprexa Papers, How Big Pharma Hid the Harm Its Medication Was Causing People. You can find out more by clicking through at intuitive.pub radio, or you can go directly to Scott's website, remediescounseling.com. I've been continuing to listen to The Outsiders podcast produced by KNKX Radio. You can find episode seven and all the other episodes by navigating to knkx.org slash programs slash outsiders. I would like to invite you to browse our updated Telegram channel directory, which is now a lot more like browsing a website than it ever has been before. You can browse to intuitive.community slash telegram slash view. This contains huge archives of survivor-led initiatives and knowledge-based content our members have compiled with their lives on the line. We're building a good community library for you. Please visit us and make gentle friends with those you meet along the way. P.S. 
my wondrous appreciation for everyone in Telegram Messenger development. You can find out more about Telegram by navigating to telegram.org. Thank you for creating something so beautifully usable for me and mine. I couldn't find anything else that worked than this. You are superheroes. Thank you to everyone for supporting one another and even being brave on behalf of one another at this astonishing time. Visit intuitive.pub slash radio and intuitive.pub slash text for links we've mentioned and collected. Support our work here at IPR by navigating to intuitive.community slash donations and you can listen to our 24-7 radio stream by visiting intuitive.pub slash radio slash stream. I'm really excited to see what's happening uh, with intuitive and intuitive public radio and media. And I see great promise and potential in all we can do as we communicate, listen, do outreach, and find people who want to help others and improve their situation in collaboration and through a process of brainstorming and research and looking beyond what what seems immediately poss possible to to what can be created or invented. And this is very common in some parts of society and the economy, but it's missing in other parts or, or, or not as common as it could be.